This is a quest for the truth, featuring Kevin Watts. Good day, everyone. Here are the five things that I believe. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of a Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day He rose from the dead, He ascended into heaven, and was seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty, which is to come back to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, life everlasting. Amen. I believe ordinary people can accomplish extraordinary things. I believe the family unit is the key, the linchpin, if you will, to a just and orderly society. I believe the only way to achieve economic prosperity is through the free market capitalist system combined with political freedom. I believe America is the greatest country in the world. And having said that, I'd like to continue uh, with my topic that I touched on on the last episode of this podcast. That being the certain sections of the media's refusal to cover the former president's victory speeches or to cut into the victory speech to offer commentary, running commentary on them. The justification that they use to do this is so faulty that it's shameful that they would even use it as an excuse not to cover this man. First of all, this is a newsworthy event. It is a newsworthy event. He did win the primary. He is giving a victory speech. Now, you may not agree with the contents of the victory speech. You may think that he's lied. And let's think of the term lie. Let's look at that, because we are on a quest for truth. A lie is something that's intentional. You say it intentionally, first of all. A lie is also a misrepresent, an intentional misrepresentation of a factual occurrence. Now, the lie that they like to pounce on for the former president is that his claim that the election that he lost to the current president was fixed or fraudulent. Now, that's a statement of opinion. That's not a statement of fact. It's a statement of opinion. That is his opinion. Now, one can disagree or agree with that opinion, but it is his opinion. He's entitled to that opinion. I personally think he did actually lose the election. But he is entitled to his opinion. If he thinks he didn't lose the election, he's entitled to that opinion. That does not make him a liar, per se. I believe the evidence points to the fact that he, to the, uh, 
must, one must come to the conclusion based on the evidence that we've seen so far that he did in fact lose in 2020 election. He is of a different opinion. And so are millions of other people are of a different opinion about this incident. That does not make him ineligible, A, to be on a ballot, and B, it does not make him ineligible to be covered at a newsworthy event, which the primary is. So the, the, the excuse, the reasoning is faulty to begin with. Second, if we're, going to, if we're going to cover politicians based on whether or not they tell the truth, let's look at the current president. He's had a 50-year history of lying. I don't see anyone suggesting that we not cover him or we not cover his speeches. One could argue that he's a liar by saying the border is closed, which he's been saying for the past three and a half years or so of his administration, which we know if anyone takes a look at a camera and looks at the border, you can see that it's wide open. People are streaming across the border and not being rejected at all. So based on that alone, this is the, the whole premise is faulty, what they're using to justify not covering this man. That is very disturbing to me, the fact that they will not cover this man's speeches. That means you don't trust the people to figure out and refuse to give them enough information so that the people, this is supposed to be about the people after all, can make an intelligent decision on the matter. And I'm going to continue to hammer at this because this is important to our republic. The fourth estate, the press, has a responsibility to cover every major candidate and cover every speech, every word of every speech that the former president makes. You also have the obligation to cover the current president's speeches. And let the people discern who's lying who's telling the truth, who's full of it, who's not. But we don't trust the people to make those decisions. That constitutes you as an elitist. Jake Tapper makes a statement saying, 
we're not covering this because he's anti-immigrant. Well, that's factually incorrect. He's not anti-immigrant. After all, his wife's family are recent immigrants to this country. So he can't be that far off in his uh, being anti-immigrant. He's married into a family of recent immigrants. What are we really talking about here? Now, he is anti-illegal immigration. He's very anti-illegal immigration, which is a whole, wholly different matter. This is why it's so important for them to cover everything so that people can make up their minds so that we don't have people uh, who are trying to interfere and trying to interpret what someone else is actually saying. We have ears. We have brains. We can interpret what a man is saying and what he's not saying. We don't need Jake Tapper's help in interpreting what the former president has to say. We don't need Rachel Maddow's help in interpreting what the president, what the former president has to say. And like I said, you're willing to cover a president, the current president, who's been lying for 50 years. Remember, this is the man who plagiarized an entire speech. But you still cover him. And you should cover him. Because he's newsworthy. I mean, what's, gonna, what's next? Is the New York Times not going not gonna to cover his speeches either? Is the Washington Post not going to cover his speeches as well because he's not telling the truth anyway? We no longer have a free press if this is going to be the case. It's a shame. It really is a shame. I'm not asking Rachel Maddow or Jake Tapper or all these other talking heads to support Trump. Obviously, they hate him. But what I am asking, more like demanding, is that they cover this man's speeches. You have no right to muzzle a politician because you don't like him. Then they wonder why they only have two people watching him. watching their broadcasts is because you're not covering the news. You're giving snippets of what you want to hear, what you want to spoon feed your audience. That is not news coverage. That is propagandizing. And that's not going to cut it.
So while CNN continues to hemorrhage money, and MSNBC continues to be irrelevant, the country in general suffers. And if they don't stop these shenanigans, they will eventually go bankrupt because people simply will not watch them. CNN is trying everything, anything, to bring back the ratings that they once had years ago. But this is not going to get it done. You have to lay all your cards on the table. You have to be transparent. And you have to cover things objectively. And while we're on the subject, where are all the conservatives on CNN? Where are all the conservatives on MSNBC? Fox News Network, which is considered uh, by many a conservative network. They have liberals on that on that show, on that uh, station, and they're on there pretty regularly. When was the last time we saw a true conservative commentator on MSNBC? Can anyone remember? When was the last time there was a conservative commentator on CNN? I know some people are going to point to uh, Miss uh, Farrah Griffith and say, well, she's conservative. Well, is she really? Uh, she's a Trump hater. She was fired by Donald Trump, so she has a personal axe to grind against the man. Uh, she's wavering as to whether if he becomes the nominee, which looks like he will. Oh. from all accounts looks like he will be the Republican nominee is wavering in her support of him who's she going to who's she going to support that's not what I would call a true conservative And MSNBC, I, I think there's a conservative within three miles of that of that uh, network. But they're willing to, they, their hatred of Trump is so deep that they're willing to wreck their bottom line as a business entity in order to prevent him from being reelected as president. It's not going to work. This is Kevin Watts, and I'm on a quest for the truth. Won't you join me?